freshman football. I was honestly rooting for the Browns during that game because I I don't want to see the Chiefs back in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I just wanted I to see either. a team that's usually bad make it far. Yeah, that's why I'm excited about the Bills because yeah, I don't know the last time they made the playoffs like '93 or something. It was a long, a long time ago. Well, they've never actually won it. So, well, didn't they make it a couple years ago? But then they were like a first. They made out. A, they made four Super Bowls in a row and lost all of them. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. Yeah. And I, I really feel for their fan base. I hope they win. Yeah. That's my personal like favorite for the Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think I got the Bills and the Packers making the Super Bowl. As and, long as both yeah, of the I NFC don't. teams can't win it, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I'd, I'd kind of like I'm, to see the Packers win it. Like I'd be okay yeah, with no. the Bucks if they weren't being led by Brady. I absolutely agree. And I don't like Bruce Arians either. He kind of annoys me. Yeah. I mean, Bruce Arians. Like, I'm okay with Rodgers, but like almost my entire family is Bears fans. Yeah. So I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm legally obligated to hate the Packers. I hate the Packers just because I'm tired of everybody talking about them. Clearly, <laughs> just because we live close enough to it. I mean, I've had a hatred for Aaron Rodgers probably since the Super Bowl that we lost to them. Oh, that's understandable. But like, that was our own damn fault, though. The only reason I want them to win this is so they stop complaining that he doesn't have a receiving core, because he he does. Oh, he absolutely does. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand that uh, defense. Although he is. At least to me, looking like the obvious pick for MVP this season. Oh, yeah. for sure. He's got to be. If they give it to Mahomes, it's definitely rigged. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, did you look at Devontae Adams? Actually... Some of his Devontae Adams stats this year were ridiculous. I mean, he missed. He had, didn't he miss? He had two more games? receiving touchdowns than 15 other franchises. Wasn't he, like, third in total yardage after missing two games? Yeah, he was, like, third in total yardage, first in touchdowns by a lot. And, I mean, when you've got, when you're that good of a route runner and you've got someone who can throw the ball on the dime every time, like, it's just impossible to stop. And I think it's really nice to finally see Alan Lazard playing good. Oh, for sure, yeah. As an Iowa State fan, at least. Yeah, it was that... really disappointing to watch him get injured halfway through the season. Yeah, I think that kind of eased my hatred for the Packers. They went and got him and actually got him on a team that can play. Right. They set him the... up for success. He was with the Jags, wasn't he, for his first season? I think so. Like the practice squad, I don't think he ever played. But I'm glad he didn't get stuck in Jacksonville with the shit show that's down there. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be an exciting up, place for the offseason this year. Who'd they get as head coach? I thought it was somebody like... They got Urban Meyer. I can't remember. 
Yeah, yeah. they took Ohio yeah. State's coach. I didn't think he was ever going to go back into coaching, honestly. Because the two times that he's quit has been over health issues. Yeah. So I was really surprised that he would take the uh, most likely more stressful job as a professional head coach. But also it's Jacksonville, so the stress level can't be Yes that and high. no. <laughs> I feel like the expectation for Jacksonville is a lot lower than Ohio State. So oh, yeah. For sure. I don't know. And I think the expectation behind will help to have Trevor Lawrence. Well, I'll be interested to see what they do because they've got a lot of cap room and they've got a lot of spots to fill. So, I mean, they didn't even guarantee that they're going to take Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that, that was kind of pick. funny. This is true. They're kind of empty right now. Like, they let go of Leonard Fournette, I think, this season, right? Like, now he's right. Bay. Yeah. Well, they got a really – their uh, rookie running back, James Robinson, did really well. Yeah, he was good. I I was lucky enough to get him on my fantasy team. Carried your fantasy team. My, my first pick was Saquon, so that didn't go Yikes. so Yikes. I mean, I was glad to find him. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey was my first pick, and he played like two games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of us with our first pick actually got somebody that was helpful. No, because my first and second was Saquon and then Michael Thomas. So both of those kind of I think came I took Kamara me. first. He had a pretty great season. Great for the first half of the season. Michael Thomas didn't have a touchdown all year. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was reading today actually that he um is planning on having like at least two, maybe three surgeries this off season. And that he came wow. back this season to play through quite a bit of pain just because he wanted, like, Breeze. Like, you know, this was probably Breeze's last season, so he wanted, you know, to go for that Super Bowl. So I think he's been fighting through, like, some pretty substantial, like, torn ligaments and stuff like that. Not that his performance wasn't bad because it was, but, like, I, I get it. And that's pretty commendable, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, I'll I saw be that. shocked if Breeze doesn't retire. I kind of don't believe that he was in as much pain as that is because i think there's i I think there's a no i read it too i think there's a certain point where even as the coaching staff if they think even if they think you're helpful like but it is sean payton who's probably the biggest most selfish douchebag in the nfl yeah but just like saints in general yeah at some point you got to be like just chill the fuck out like for your health wise, it doesn't. Right. And I mean, Breeze's career was insane, and like even though I'm not the biggest fan of him, like that was a depressing way to go out. Just that second half was painful, even for me. And that was just, I don't know. It just feel right. No, it was not like quite. He threw like three picks, I think, and they were all bad picks too. Yeah, it wasn't the I'm trying to think. Like Roethlisberger in his playoff game was mostly horrid. He you know, he was improving. Like he gets warmer every time, which is frustrating, but a couple of his his picks were just like batted balls or stuff that should have been cut and 
knocked up. He only had like I think one pick where it was just a bad throw. But from what I remember, every Breeze throw was just not where it should have been, or there was a miscommunication, and you know somebody didn't run the right route, or he was I don't know. It just he didn't look like himself. It was kind of a tough way to see his career end. Yeah. That first pick that he threw was probably the most like excusable one where he just didn't get it. Like he didn't get it up enough, but the rest of them were just like, where are you throwing that ball to? Yeah. I'm not... And I, at least the, from what I remember, each one got like a pretty big return and I don't know. It just, that kind of sucked to see. I was really rooting for him personally. I mean, I had picked the Bucks to win, so I was rooting for the Bucks. But that it was a hard way to watch his career end. Mm-hmm. I think there's no way that he plays again after being out like long term two seasons in a row. What do you think the move is in New Orleans for the quarterback position? Because I figured it would be Jameis Winston by now, but it, they keep talking about Taysom Hill like. Guy, it's weird. I don't really see that happening, but I don't know. No, I think if they make Taysom Hill the full time starter, that they're not going to be as good. Yeah, I I really don't think he can keep that full time starter position because I mean, he's the kind of guy that runs the ball more often than any quarterback, and he'll get banged up easily and then he'll be out of the league in no time. I see Winston having a higher ceiling. But also very low floor because I mean, uh, we we haven't seen post LASIK Jameis in action yet. So that's true. I, uh, I mean, the dude had a threw for pass. over five thousand yards. He threw for over five thousand yards while throwing away thirty drives. Mm-hmm. LASIK Jameis could be elite. We don't know. I if I was a uh, if I was a Buccaneers fan, I to this day I'd still be pissed. That they dropped Jameis for Brady. Yeah. They have Brady for two, maybe three years, but I, I think Jameis is, yeah, all of those so painful. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of potential there. And to see that go to a rival, uh, that's right. got to be frustrating. Especially if he does really good there, just locks up the division. I think he will. If you get a healthy Michael Thomas. Oh, for sure. If you've got good weapons around happens. him. Yeah, I'm curious to see whether or not that decision, you know, ends up biting him because I personally I think it will. Yeah, I mean Brady wants to play until he's 45, but he's 43 right now, so this year and next year is basically it. So yeah, the decision to just completely (laughs) completely cut Jameis is that's definitely gonna hurt him. I mean, as long as Brady doesn't get any, like, career-ending injuries, he's probably going to keep playing for a while. I mean, he's old enough to where, like, a hangnail could be a career-ending injury. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, one hit to the head and I he's think done. he might. Yeah, he has had very few, like, substantial injuries like that. But I don't know. I feel like, you know. The odds of him going unscathed in his yeah in his forty three year old body are great low. 
but we'll see. I feel like, you know, you kind of get a hint of whether or not that Jameis decision was the good one to make. Like, right. I don't know. I think it's pretty telling this season. If they don't get any further than the NFC championship game, then I don't know if it was really worth it in the long run. Like either you get a title this year or the next or else I think it was a waste. But Right. Well, that's why I think the Bucks are probably going to be – they're not – I don't think they're going to be bad with Brady, but they're going to be probably a team that gives up a huge trade package to move up in the draft for a top quarterback in the next couple of years. You don't trust Blaine Gabbert to take over? Uh, You know, not entirely, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Blaine Gabbert and Ryan Griffin. I don't oh even know boy. who that is. Those are their backups. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that second name, but um, they're both 31, so they're not exactly young. And uh, he went to Tulane. Yeah, they're Tulane. definitely going to need to draft a young quarterback when Brady leaves. He's played two games in his entire career. <laughs> And he's only thrown four passes in those two games. How do you only throw four passes in two games? <laughs> he must have like <laughs> come in at the end or something. I guess completed or thrown. Uh, last year he attempted four and completed two. Oh wow, That's not great. <laughs> For not what you of, want in a franchise quarterback. Yeah, uh, not particularly. Total of eighteen yards, but no interceptions. That's good, I guess. I mean, he's got a better Q quarterback rating than Nathan Peterman, I guess. And he was a starter for a little bit. He's still on the Raiders roster. Yep. I think he's their third stringer. Oh, yeah, because when uh, Derek Carr got hurt in that one game, they were talking about putting Peterman in. (laughs) I can't believe they even considered that. I still don't think yeah, that's bizarre. I thought Mario did a great job. Yeah. And I really don't think that John Gruden is a smart hit coach. No, not really. If he saw something. He does have a Super Bowl win, though. With uh, Tony Dungy's. Yeah, but uh, so does Mike McCarthy. That's true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know what the Bucks are going to do when Brady leaves. I did read that Gronk was going to stick around. Like that definitely helps. But at this point, I'm I don't know what their cap situation is though, because they took in so many free agents. It's um, got yeah, they got to be close to. It's just the weapons they have on offense. That's not cheap. No, and I feel like they have to capitalize right now, because uh, I don't foresee them being anything special without Winston, you know, a few years down the line. Yeah, it's literally this year or next year, and that's it. They've got a decent amount of cap space at about 32.5 mil. That's more than I thought. They will have a lot of free agents, though. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of really big names, too. Mike Evans. They've got Levante David, Chris Godwin, Shaq Barrett, 
Gronk, Nadamakan Sue, uh, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown. I forgot the AB was there. <laughs> He's actually done pretty well in the games he started. I'm not sure when Mike Evans' contract ends, but I know for sure that Chris Godwin's is up this year. Yeah. But I think I thought Mike Evans got a big extension or some big deal. Uh, yeah, Mike Evans yeah, will be there for a while, I think. 2018, he signed a five-year, $82.5 million extension. Jeez. So that's going to, I don't know, secured for a little bit. But it's going to hurt, you know, in three years. This is yeah. probably going to be an unpopular opinion, but I don't think he's that good. He's a good receiver, yeah, but I don't think he's like the shit. Like he acts like he is. Well, I mean, it can, it's kind of hard yeah. to be like that when you've got so much other talent around you, though. But if, I think he kind of carried Johnny Menzel to the NFL personally, but I don't know. I think, right? Yeah, but what has he done since he's gotten here? I don't know. He couldn't really do too much with the quarterback that throws like 30 picks but I don't know we'll see right now I feel like it's difficult because the receiving core is pretty stacked so I think it's kind of hard to carve out um, you know such a big place when everybody's competing at such a high level I mean they just picked up AB like that that's pretty hard to beat I I mean I feel like Mike Evans is definitely I mean, maybe he's a little overrated or not. I don't know what I'm saying. He's definitely not like a subpar receiver. No, he's got over a thousand yards every year. He's been in the NFL and close to double digit touchdowns every year. I mean, I I think any team would be happy to have him, but right. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, the, maybe the problem is his price tag. Yeah, I just I yeah, don't, that is a, a high like, price. Yeah, that's a lot for eighty-two point five million is insane. He's also twenty-seven or twenty-eight, and no team will want to cough up a big salary for a player that's in their late twenties. So, how I mean, old is AB? AB is he's 30, like thirty-two. Yeah, I think so. He's on a one-year deal, though. Yeah, Mike Evans is 27. Antonio Brown's 32. 33 in July. I'm amazed he's even been able to find another spot. Like, that teams have actually been willing to take him. It's crazy to me. After all the drama, I'm surprised anybody took a chance on him. I mean, Brady wanted him really, really bad, so that's got to be why they went and got him. Yeah. That has to be the only reason that they signed him. But other than, like, the game against Atlanta at the end of the year, he wasn't really that big of a factor. And he only got 11 receptions against the Falcons, so uh, Brady could start making a pay rent with that bonus check. Yeah. I remember when there were rumors uh, after Pittsburgh dropped him that um, 
he was going to go to Buffalo, I think, was the rumor. Yeah. Yeah, he was a bill um, for like 20 minutes. Yeah, at this point, I would almost, I'd much rather be in Buffalo right now than Tampa, I think. Yeah, Pittsburgh, just, Pittsburgh you know. tried to trade him to Buffalo, I think, and he like just wouldn't go. Yeah. But yeah, I think he was, he did more dumb shit <laughs> that like made them not. <laughs> He probably threw more furniture off of more hotel balconies or something. I don't. Well, I think oh. the Bills are definitely the glad they insane. went. With, I'm sure they're glad they got Diggs instead. Well, I think any like even tempered oh, yeah. receiver in that trade would have gone there and done fine. But even in the shape he was in, even if he'd gone, they probably would have cut him too. Right. I mean, he didn't last long in uh, or with the Raiders. He didn't play yeah. a game with the Raiders at all. No, no, they he, cut him before the season started. That's right, yeah. Because then he played for the Patriots briefly. For like I two think. weeks. Yeah. It's a complicated timeline for me. I'm trying to remember all of it. And when he was with the Patriots, I didn't really see like, what Brady liked so much about him. No, not particularly. Like, it wasn't anything special. Like, he wasn't just targeting him. Right. No, Brady likes his dump down guys like um, Edelman and uh, Godwin. I always kind of felt like he carried the Pats, but it was kind of sad this year to see just how much he carried them. Yeah. Brady? Yeah. Yeah, they are looking rough. Although it warms my heart to see them not make the playoffs for the first time in like oh what, my like gosh. 13 years. I'm just glad like, anybody else won that division. Yeah, it, that's amazing. And yeah. I, especially now that like Miami's pretty competitive, really. And I think they will be going oh, forward for, sure. for a while. So I yeah, I'm kind of surprised. Completely that... flipped. Yeah, Brian Flores has done a hell of a job in Miami. Oh, yeah, even last year, really. I mean, they were like one of the worst teams last year, but they, they had yeah, a lot of potential and they had so many picks. It's crazy. They signed a bunch of free agents and they stole all of Houston's picks. And... They did take Houston. Yeah, because now Houston is a struggle bus right now. Houston is going down the drain. They're so bad. Every time I look at the draft order, it kind of makes me laugh. That Houston was <laughs> the third worst team in the league, and they don't have a first round pick or a second. Yeah, that is painful. Probably gonna lose JJ. Probably gonna lose Deshaun. Yeah, oh, undoubtedly gonna lose Deshaun. And yeah, I don't even know who their backup is or what the plan is without Watson. Because yeah, I mean they were looking rough with him in. Like it, it's not like. The Winston situation where, you know. Backup's A.J. McCarron. Well. I don't recognize that name. He's know. not like, he, he's an above average backup, I'd say. He went to Alabama, didn't he? I think so. I thought he was with the Bengals for a while. Yeah, he was. I think, yeah, he was. He was a backup for Dalton for a while. Like, he's definitely not. He definitely doesn't have the skill of a starter, but he's an above-average backup. He's also in his 30s. 
Yeah, I really don't know what Houston's gonna do. It's it's really hard to trade like to trade away all your talent and all your draft picks, and they found a way to do it. Because <laughs> usually it's, it's one for the other, but they're just kind of all of it for nothing. Right. Yeah, and that's a shame because they were really competitive a few years ago. Last um, year. Yeah, even last year. Yeah, they were. Well, that's what happens like, when you give Bill O'Brien ultimate uh, power. God bless yeah. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Complete failure. It's it's almost funny to like watch it happen to somebody else, like to to just see how far they can fall. But at the same time, I, it's really it's all because the Astros cheated. Is that why? Did you see that? That's that? when it all started. Did you see that? That's when Harden. That's when Harden wanted to leave, and that's when the Texans started doing horrible. <laughs> Did you see the before and after pics of Harden? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How he dropped like 70 pounds in 48 hours. <laughs> he was definitely Pretty wearing impressive. a fat suit or something. 100%. <laughs> Dude warmed up in four different set, like four different tracksuits. He was doing everything he possibly could to get out of Houston. I mean, he was like, you know what? If it takes sitting on the couch 20 hours a day and eating donuts to get out of this terrible franchise, that's what it's going to be. even know who else is in uh the texans division now to think about it i'm not as familiar with the nfc uh colts well, afc titans yeah they are, oh yeah they are i'm done thank you afc south right yeah i mean right. at least they might not get last because the jags are there hmm. that's do you pretty think much even... all they got going oh yeah for them. like who would I take who wants? Who would want to take the Houston job right now? Literally, there's nothing to work with. Who is their, uh, like, who, their new GM, new head coach? I don't even know. It's an interim guy that they have. Well, they might be doing coach searching, but I don't know that anybody would want that job. Yeah, that would be quite the task. Did you see yeah, the Jags, Colts, Titans, and Texans? I can't speak. Yeah. That's going to be tough between the Colts and Titans because they're they've both been competitive for a while. I don't know about the Jags. I'd be curious to see what happens. But how much longer does uh, does Philip Rivers play? Just in um, your opinion, I'd say one more year. One more year, yeah. I think At least Colts I don't will... see him. Leaving. The Colts will probably try and find someone this year or next year. Jacoby Brissett's still there, isn't he? I yeah, he's still there, but he's definitely uh-huh. not a long term answer. No, not long term, but I thought he played well last year. Yeah, I mean, I get their run for... game is really solid now, so I guess he would be an adequate fill in for a year. Yeah, if they get Marlon Mack back healthy. Well, I mean, they've got Jonathan Taylor behind the line now. Yeah, that kind of surprised me. Like, it worked out in the end, but when they drafted him, 
I was kind of surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they just dump Marlon Mack now. I think they'd be more tempted to drop uh, Naheem Hines instead. Yeah. I, th- I think um, one of those two running backs is going to get dumped and the other is going to be a backup and JT will be the starter. Yeah, I think they could um, they could pretty easily run like a like a two running back set like Cleveland does. They could definitely do that. Like I think that's probably their best option. Hind doesn't seem like like a normal a normal back if that makes any sense. Right. I feel like Hines is could be more of a like like if you've got Taylor running up the middle, I feel like Hines is a better receiving back than uh, Marlon Mack. Yeah, he's more of a like a receiving back or just kind of an outside guy. He's definitely not a power back. And I think the hardest thing for them is probably that Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor kind of have the same skill set. Yeah. Which doesn't match Cleveland because I think Kareem Hunt should be more of the power guy, but they don't really use him like that. And Chubb's more elusive. But when you got two guys with the same skill set, I don't really know. Like, it could work, but I don't think it'd be as successful. Marlon Max, a free agent this coming offseason. Oh, damn. So I don't think they're going to re-sign him. No, Hines is probably a quality backup and definitely worth a lot less. So I didn't know that. that that's kind of interesting now to see who they go with or where he goes. And Hines is only 24. Not that the Steelers front office is going to hear this, but uh, go fucking get Marlon Mack. <laughs> or Anybody, like man. anyone else except Connor. I like Connor as a person, but god damn it, he's unproductive. No, I would take Mark Ingram over James Connor right now. <laughs> Every uh, like Steelers circle I you know, listen to or read about keeps talking about drafting uh Harris and I mean I wouldn't hate that he played really well this year I would I just I don't know if that's realistic like I think Pittsburgh has the 24th pick 20 yeah that's my I, I don't think he makes it that far that's no, I don't know like, I, w- I would love if that happened but I don't see it happening but I would also love if we went with a quarterback first round, but I don't see that happening either. No. I mean, the last first round quarterback we drafted was Ben. Yeah. I don't even know and who he's it been, would be. I mean, he's been the only guy that's been worth drafting, honestly. Mm. I thought Rudolph might have been it for a little bit. But because he's basically. Although he just, did have a pretty solid game against Cleveland. I mean, Mason Rudolph is basically just Costco Ben. They're basically. the same fucking size, but he does not have the skill set. 
No, and he's not super mobile either. I that kind of seems to be like the norm now. And I don't know. Like I guess when we or whenever Pittsburgh started Dobbs, like there was that that kind of factor. Like he he could run some gadget plays and you know, he was a little bit more uh I don't know. He he was like more of a utility quarterback, but for the most part, that's just not really what I've seen Pittsburgh's offense do. It's always just that like backyard quarterback, just lob up passes. There isn't much movement back there. I mean, so yeah. I, I'd be curious to see that happen, but I don't even know who we would draft if we even went for a quarterback first round. I mean, but, if we went with a quarterback, the only person that really fits the not being good at running is probably Mac Jones, and even he's too much of a runner. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'd love to see it. But as long as we don't go with Justin Fields, which we shouldn't, <laughs> I don't. He doesn't make it that far, in my opinion. No, no, I don't think Justin Fields makes it down there. No, somebody's going to be stupid enough to draft him, and then an entire fan base is going to be disappointed in two years when he gets cut. <laughs> it's going to be Daniel Jones all over again. It's going to be Dwayne Haskins all over again. Ohio State can't <laughs> make a quarterback. Dwayne Haskins situation is sad to see. Yeah. I I don't know. I really think he could still be an average quarterback under the right system and the right coach. I agree, but I just don't know who would even be willing to take him. Like, I don't know who's going to give him a shot. I feel like like the Rams could potentially give him a shot. This is true. Goff has not exactly been... What did yeah. I, I saw some stat that was like in playoff games, uh, Goff has like three touchdown passes and Baker Mayfield has three as well. But Baker Mayfield doesn't only play <laughs> one playoff game, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, statistically, he didn't play very well against the Packers, but he didn't look bad either. Right. I think it's been his entire career is always looking like a little bit above average, but never quite being the guy. So, I always forget that he was a first overall pick when they were in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they gave up a ton to trade up for him. That's not looking so hot now. But, I mean, well, technically, I mean, he won him a Super It's looking better Bowl? than Carson Wentz. No, he didn't even win him a Super Bowl. They made it to a Super Bowl. No, and they had, like, the weakest Super Bowl performance I've ever seen. It was yeah. so painful. That was a pretty bad game. Like, I'm really on both sides of the ball. Or for yeah. both teams, I mean. Like, nobody can make anything happen. But, no, that was disappointing. And I don't even care about the Rams, really. Didn't they go in at, like, 13-3 and three or something like that? Weren't they the one or two seed? Yeah, they were the one seed, I think. Yeah. That was when Gurley was in his prime shape. Yeah, Gurley, I think they still had Ramsey at that point. For three and a half months. Or no, sorry, they didn't have Ramsey. Did they? No, they just got him. I don't think so. They got no. him last did didn't they get him last year? Yeah, no, he was probably still in Jacksonville. You're right. No, the Aaron Donald, I think that was his MVP season. If I'm remembering right. Yeah, I think so. But he didn't exactly light it up against the Packers. No, they're saying he was playing hurt, which I'm he sure was he was out. He was out from 
a good portion of the game against the Packers. Yeah, he was on camera more on the sideline than on the field. Yeah, he got a rib injury against the uh, Seahawks. There's just something about playing hurt that always kind of bothers me. Yeah. Is the excuse afterwards is that it was because of the injury. Like, if you knew you were hurt and you still put yourself out there to play, then you still – It's your own fault. Yeah, that's your fault. You got to produce. At least in my experience, it seems like I always hear those excuses from, like, ESPN or SportsCenter or something, though. Like, I don't don't know how many times I've actually heard the player, like, put any blame on an injury. I'm sure Aaron Donald wouldn't. That dude's a badass. But still, like – you know, at what point are you a detriment to your team, and at what point should you free up a spot for somebody else? Who? Michael Thomas. Yeah, definitely Michael Thomas. <laughs> it was funny to see the uh, the two sides of Jalen Ramsey, the two back-to-back oh, yeah. weeks, where he <laughs> kind of – I mean, he played pretty well against the Seahawks but he was non-existent last weekend. Well, he still did. He still did really well against Adams last week. The the problem was they kept moving Adams all over the field to try and get him off Ramsey. I think there was a – yeah, there was a play like at the one, I think, where Adams was lined up on the left and before the snap, like – Oh yeah, where he motioned over across the back. entire line. Yeah, and, like, they were doing that kind of stuff all night, just like making it almost impossible for him to even. Like, I mean, it was great on. game planning. No, I mean, yeah, props to the Packers for that, but I thought I don't it was... think you can put all the blame on Ramsey. I mean, I thought it was funny how like pissed off he was at his teammate okay. when it's man coverage and that's your guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's. He'll switch like half a second before the ball snapped and then gets all pissed and, you know, brings all that bad energy to the bench. Yeah. They need but, some kind of like somebody in the secondary with a leadership personality trait. Like Jalen Ramsey can't lead anybody. Right. He's got the no. most talent, so he's not going to listen to anybody else. No, he is toxic. <laughs> like, I think. Jackson, Jacksonville's not. defense has gotten terrible, but I would rather suck than just kind of have all the energy sucked out. Yeah. Ramsey just wanted to play for a good team. That's all he wanted was to win. Not good enough, unfortunately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I would rather be playing for Los Angeles right now than Jacksonville, so I suppose. He's won for now. Does Jacksonville have anybody besides James Robinson that's really talented? They got Miles Jack. Uh, they had Fournette, but not anymore. <laughs> they had Fournette. I mean, their receivers uh, are they're not terrible. They've but got they didn't decent have a, young receivers, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't have a quarterback all year. Right. And I don't even know who started quarterback now that I think about it. Because they had Foles. They signed Foles for a lot of money, and then he went to Chicago. <laughs> I don't even know how much money it was. It was I mean, $20 it was, mil a year. That's insane. 
and you know, I like Nick, but not 20 million. Oh, for sure not. And he hasn't performed at a $20 million level in either team. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm not even sure who they have right now because I don't think Minshew is – I think either way, whether or not they draft Lawrence, I don't think Minshew is going to be their guy. Which No, definitely not. If it's if their guy next season is not Trevor Lawrence, I will be shocked. Yeah, I don't, I don't foresee. I don't know, and then I don't know what happens to Minshew because I don't really see him being on the bench for like year after year. Because maybe he's not like elite, but he's definitely useful somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I I just like him. I don't want his career to. Uh, you know, go nowhere. But. Right. I don't really know what the um, I don't know what the Steelers are going to do this off season because they've got a ridiculous amount of free agents and they're in negative cap space. Yeah, it's I mean, looking rough. Ben alone. I mean, Ben's getting paid under twenty million. Ben Ben almost always takes a cut, like every time. Right. But isn't it yeah. like a forty-one million dollar difference if he gets this extra year, though? It's- I want to say 30, something like that. A substantial amount of money that could go a long way if we don't. It's enough to put us 20 mil over on cap yeah. space. I don't know. It's looking like he's coming back from everything I've seen. And I can't quite tell whether or not I want that. I, I really feel indifferent about it. There's. I feel like it would be productive to take Ben for like one more year, get someone young in the draft and have him sit under Ben for a year. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that Ben is, like, washed. I mean, that last playoff performance, he threw for 500 yards, right? Yeah. yeah. He had a terrible game, and he threw for 500 yards. I don't know. I definitely I don't mean, think the he's game was, completely done. I think that game was terrible, like, statistically. Like, four picks is never good. From what I saw, only one of those picks was really his fault. Two of them were batted down. And I blame that completely on the O-line because the O-line has sucked, or it did suck all season. Mm-hmm. And I want to say one of those balls was right in Ebron's chest and it just bounced straight up. So really, yeah, I, I put saw one of those picks one. on Ben. Yeah, And even our, then, a 500-yard playoff game is pretty damn impressive. So, Yeah, our entire O-line is uh, geriatric. Yeah, I can't think of the old O-line coach's name, the one that went to Denver, but I, I missed him because... <laughs> That was when it was elite, but yeah, I was glad that we fired whoever the fuck it was that we had. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Randy. He's we gone fire, too. Yeah, we fired Randy. We fired our offensive coordinator, O line coach, and then I want to say cornerbacks coach. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think just defensive backs in general. I don't know if it yeah. makes a difference. I'm definitely stoked about Randy being gone, and I believe they're gonna. Promote Josh Canada or not Josh Canada, uh, Matt Canada. Which have, have they first, not done that yet? They may have. Last time I checked, it was like, oh, like this is the speculation, but oh, they I may have they confirmed did. it. They probably did. But I'm I also heard somewhere that during the last half of the Cleveland game, they let Matt <laughs> call the plays, and that was when you know. That, that momentum started to swing. So I don't know if that's true. I hope it's true. Like, I, I hope I have something to look forward to. But 
either way, I think anybody but Randy is a good step. Like, they're definitely going to have to let some of these people go. Like, I think Juju's definitely gone. They, yeah, they don't have the money to re-sign him. They got Bud Dupree's a free agent. Um, Mike Hilton. Those are some of the big ones. I think we can be okay without Bud Dupree, but it kind of hurts that we're like he's leaving for nothing. Right. It sucks to have him gone, but Alex Highsmith played an amazing rookie season. He was, I think, second in the league for rookie edge rushers besides Chase Young. Mm-hmm. I think he beat Chase Young in a few categories. But yeah, he could did. Be. Like it was it was pretty impressive. So I think even if Bud goes, then you know, it's not all doom and gloom because I think that's a pretty promising kid. So I don't know, we'll see. I'm really excited to have Devin Bush back next year. Yeah. Because he was like, yeah, that definitely hurt a lot. Yeah. Especially you near had, the end. You had so many inside linebacker injuries. Yeah, and then even our backups. Like, <laughs> like backup safeties playing inside linebacker. Yeah. Although Robert Splane is kind of a badass, though. I, <laughs> I I didn't even know who that was, but he like one-on-one leveled out Derrick Henry. So it's like, okay. like I, I mean, I guess he's something then. Yeah, yeah he played well, and then he got hurt. And then I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's time to panic for sure. Yeah, he like had a bone bruise on his knee or something. So then they brought up another backup or yeah, they moved in somebody else. And at that point, I think it was done. But, I mean, we were desperate enough to trade for Avery Williamson. Yeah, well, I mean, we gave him to you for a bag of chips. So basically, <laughs> that's pretty much what he's worth. That I mean, like yeah, it's not that robbery. good anymore. I'm super excited for the Jets this offseason and next season. Oh, yeah. Definitely a change in pace. We got good receivers now, completely new, competent this time, front office. Uh, Second most cap room, C.J. Mosley's coming back. If you could just – Yeah, if you could get um, Sam Darnold to stay healthy – Right. If we uh, could just not fuck up the off season. I want to see you guys draft. Uh, who was it out of Oregon? Like Panay Sewell or something like yes, that? Yes, that's who I want. Mm-hmm. Panay Sewell would be fantastic. Because if you continue to build your O-line, then right. I think, I mean, you should be kind of set. Especially with uh, Robert Sala coming in. Yes, for sure. Definitely even up the defense, too. If we can, like, get a bunch of good offensive guys in free agency and draft Panay Sewell, then with a defensive-minded coach, he'll improve the defense on his own. Yeah, I think your probably top target in free agency needs to be a receiver. I was, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think, the top, I think definitely the best option would be Allen Robinson. I mean, he is getting up there in age, but he's definitely a dominant wide receiver one when he's got a good quarterback throwing to him. Yeah, for who I know that's a free agent, it's probably him and Chris Godwin are the top two available. Yeah. Receiver-wise. Top top three receivers, I think, are him, Godwin, and Juju. Is um, 
Is Frank Gore coming back? Um, I have no clue. I mean, the dude's like 50 years old. <laughs> if I were him, I'd retire. I wouldn't be disappointed if he didn't come back. Because with the stat that I saw, I think he's played 16 seasons and he's got exactly 16,000 rushing yards. Well, that's kind of cool. I would leave it at that. Yeah. And he's already had a great career. It, it is pretty good to average a thousand yards a season. One of the um, most interesting things I was thinking about is even if the Jets don't go with Darnold, they're one of the most likely teams that could get Watson. They definitely have the like the resources for it. Yeah, they've definitely they've got the trade capital, and they definitely have the cap room. I think in order to get him, you got to go get a receiver first. That's what I was thinking. And probably a stronger running back. Uh, I don't know. I'm okay with our running backs right now. They're not great, but they're, like, doable. You're not last in rushing? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Bottom half, but not last. That, would, that goes to the Steelers, doesn't it? Yeah, yep. I believe it does. It does. The most disappointing thing, I think James Conner is the third best running back on our team. <laughs> uh, McFarlane hasn't proven himself to me yet. I, I think he has potential, but like a lot of drops and a lot of like missed uh, handoffs. I don't know. He just looks sloppy. Yeah, uh, I think he needs work, but I think uh, Benny Snell needs way more carries than he gets right now. Definitely agree with that. I don't. Was it uh, against the Bengals, maybe, that he was, like, the offensive player? Like, he was one of the only things keeping momentum at all. Yeah, I think there were only, like, three games where he was in double digits for carries. Jets didn't actually do that bad in rushing this year. They were 22nd overall, which isn't great, but it's better than I thought. Yeah, it's really not that bad, all things considered. <laughs> Funny Especially. to see Houston at second to last with that David Johnson trade. Ugh. I feel bad for David Johnson. Oh yeah, I mean that wrist injury destroyed his whole career. Hundred percent. He was really good coming out of UNI. He was mm-hmm. good for the first couple of years he was in Arizona. He had an, I mean, he had an MVP like season, and then he broke his wrist and was out for a year. And then he just never got back to that form. How he's yeah, he's almost thirty two. Yeah. He's just one of those guys that like just didn't make it back from the right. injury. Which I mean that sucks to see a lot of the time. When somebody's got a lot of talent and then something that bad happens and they just can't get it back. Yeah. But the Texans also have probably the one of at least one of the worst offensive lines. Yeah. And the funny thing is they traded for uh their first and second rounder this year for that good O lineman from Miami. 
I mean, yeah, that's that's one, but you need you need I mean, four more. You need four more. <laughs> See, the Texans are also in negative cap room. Where the heck is all their cap going? To all the guys that they traded away, <laughs> or are going to trade away. Because even when they trade those guys, they still got like dead cap space that right. they still got to pay them. So I'm sure D Hop gets a shit ton of money from both of the teams he's been on. Probably. Watson's going to get a ton because his contract is massive. I mean, yeah, if, the guy that they um, even if they get rid from of Miami, the lineman they got from Miami is getting paid sixteen mil a year. JJ's getting paid seventeen that, and a half, but he'll probably be gone. I really hope he comes to Pittsburgh, man. I would love to see the three. <laughs> I mean, it would be cool, but yeah, I definitely don't think it's happening. I just don't see from what like from what I've heard, just hearing him talk. I don't think the money seems to be as important anymore. And especially right. since he's already gotten like what two defensive MVP awards. But I mean like, they have to pay him something. I mean he wants it, he wants to win. That's why he does how he used it. But I mean I don't know. I, I mean if I was four and twelve for my entire career, I would I would I could not give a shit about the money. No, I don't and I don't think he does I mean obviously yes you, you know, well, if he wants if he wants something. to win and money's no concern, I'd go somewhere like the Colts. I don't foresee the Colts having. I mean, they're definitely better than they were. Actually, that's not even true either. I would still rather have Andrew Luck over Philip Rivers, but oh, for sure. Like, uh, I think once Rivers is gone, I'm not even sure what the plan is there. So uh, I don't know. They need to find another receiver. I think either way, Watt's career is right. just been wasted, and that's shameful. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for him for sticking with his team, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, it kind of reminds me of Joe Thomas, that left tackle for the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like those situations are sad, too, that J.J. Watt has given basically everything to the city of Houston and they haven't done shit for him. Right. And he's gone through so many injuries and so much rehab and yeah for nothing i mean after was it harvey that hurricane the one yeah hurricane harvey yeah he did a bunch of like fundraising and stuff like that didn't he devote like a shit ton of his contract to that or his pay from that yeah yeah Yeah, it was a lot of money where he basically single-handedly rebuilt the city of houston and they can't get him a playoff win yeah well, and like, even if they're not good, it just feels like they don't really appreciate him. I mean, they haven't and like everything that anybody he's done had. for the organization. He's done more than their head coaches have. Just the roster pieces that they've had. Yeah. And just don't have anymore. Well, and until Deshaun Watson, Houston's never really had a franchise quarterback, and now they're about to lose Watson, so... Yeah, they had him, D-Hop, Will Fuller, who's, I guess, technically still on the team. 
They never really had a great running back. No. Well, they uh, a while ago, they had Aaron Foster. Yeah, but I don't know that he was there at the same time. No, he was gone for a while after that. You see that uh, Andre Johnson tweet? Oh, yeah, about him just, like, ripping apart Houston. Yeah, about how it's ever like since... a terrible that, place. Yeah, since the one dude came in, it's just been dog shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, good luck in free agency, and uh, good luck re-signing the guys that <laughs> have gotten you to where you're at. I'm not going to wish them good luck. They deserve to lose them. No, 100%. <laughs> Oh, I just hope Watson goes somewhere where he'll thrive. I think it'd almost he's, be hard for him not to. Like he's yeah, a ridiculous talent. He's not going to Miami, that's for sure. Uh uh-uh. uh I don't see that happening at all. But I don't know. The two things that I've heard I think are him for Tua or him for Russell Wilson. And both of those sound extremely stupid. I don't Especially mm, there's Wilson. no way Pete Carroll gives away Russell Wilson. No. Even if it's for Watson. I don't see that happening. Yeah, even though Russell Wilson was kind of dog shit this year. I mean, he was great the first part of the year. And then, like, around week seven or eight, he just yeah. went straight down. First five or six weeks, he was probably one or two on everybody's MVP list. Right. And then he started throwing like three picks a game. Yeah, he was my fantasy quarterback at the beginning of the year. That's why I started out hot and then probably went under 100 points about five weeks in a row. Didn't they play Buffalo at one point? Wasn't that the drop-off game? Yeah. They played Buffalo, and he I don't even know if he threw for a touchdown. He th- I think he threw like three picks in the touchdown. He it, was, played, it was pretty bad. Yeah, he played bad against uh, Washington, too. Like the teams that he played bad against are not people that you should play bad against. Right. Do you think that's like the new Russell Wilson, or do you just think that's this year? Um, honestly, I think that's just going to be this year. I don't think next year he's going to be like, it's going to be like those first six games for the entire year. I don't think he's going to win. I don't think he'll probably win an MVP, but I think he'll definitely be back to like normal average Russell Wilson next year. Yeah. I really hope that he's not a guy that's going to completely drop off. Right. But I could also see that happening. Because, like, he got somewhat better to end the year, but still, like, not good. Mm-hmm. Especially in the playoff game. His touchdowns were, I mean, when it didn't matter anymore. He didn't play well to start it out. And then. Right. I'm going to be interested to see what the Cowboys do this offseason because now they know for sure that they have to re-sign Dak or they're screwed. And they don't have the money for it right now. I mean, does anybody in that division really improve, though? I mean, I say if the Cowboys re-sign Dak and he's healthy the whole year, they win the division. 
Maybe not by much. They could they go, still win it. They could go like four and twelve next year and win the division. <laughs> Looking that way. But we're still Eagles, stuck with Mike McCarthy though. Yeah, the Eagles could get better with Jalen Hurts. They weren't bad. Yeah, I guess. They were they didn't look great though. No. The they looked the, up, I think they looked about as good as Washington with Jalen Hurts. They just need more offensive weapons. And it also doesn't help that Zach Ertz was out for the year. Yeah, the Eagles have a lot of rebuilding to do offensively. Mm-hmm. And they are negative 52 mil in cap room, so. That's got to be all on Carson Wentz. Who else on the roster is worth paying? Well, Carson Wentz isn't worth paying either, but, you know. <laughs> They made that mistake. It's a valid point. Uh, Carson Wentz is their highest paid guy. He's getting paid $15.5 mil a year. And then Fletcher Cox is getting paid $15 mil a year. How do you pay a defensive lineman that much? Aaron Donald's getting paid like $25 mil a year. Like, like, again, that's, that's, <laughs> that's too much money. I mean... Honestly, I don't really think so. Donald's like an MVP. Like, did you see their been. Did you see their defense last weekend, though? I mean, he was also injured and out for most yeah. of the game. That was pretty much their defense without him. So yeah, but the fact of like that he is their defense because they don't have the money to go get somebody else. I mean, but if you've got someone you're... that good on your defensive line, do you need anybody else? And pretty clearly, if he's out, they could not stop the Packers. Well, it's hard for anybody to stop the Packers this year. Except the Bucks, so I'm kind of excited about this next game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that ends the same this week. No, they're also they're paying Deshaun Jackson eight mil. I don't even know. I don't even think he was starting. I think the last two seasons he's been injured for most of the year. They're shelling out a huge amount of money to their O-line. Let's see, 10 mil, 10 mil, 5.5, 13 mil. That's four of their five starters. Are those just guys that have been there for a long time or what? Because their O-line's They're- not that good. Uh, they're guys that were signed to big contracts like two or three years ago when their O line was really good, oh. and now they're just getting old. Did they give everybody like, an extension after the Super Bowl? Probably. It's like Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks, Jason Kelsey. They're all guys that are like they were really good, but now they're just old. So the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. So the Steelers O line, pretty much. That's it. They're also paying Brandon Graham 13 mil. So they've got, they're shelling out 28 mil for two defensive linemen. And then Darius Slay's got 12 mil. Remember some when ran, they some random like dude I've been never move. heard of is making 13 mil? Who? Uh, Javon Hargrave. Yeah, he's a defensive lineman too. 
Oh my gosh. Jesus He's alright though. He's good. He's not 13 million good. No. Well, that's that's about 40 mil on their defensive line. And I don't even know who their fourth (laughs) guy is. Can you get the defensive stats for them real quick? Uh, Yeah. I want to see how many sacks $40 million can give me. Because just from looking at how their defensive line would play, that's not a forward. That's that's maybe a forty dollar defensive line, not forty million. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Fletcher Cox only had six and a half sacks this season. That's not horrible. It's better than I thought it was going to be. But I'm sure he's going to be the top of that list. I mean, yeah, six and a half sacks for 13 mil, though. Not ideal. Uh, Brandon Graham had eight sacks. Hargrave at four and a half. Yikes. So that's less than 20 sacks for 40 mil. I mean... The Steelers' edge rushers had to have more than that combined. Oh, for sure. I'm sure TJ probably had like, what, like 14 or 15? And he probably also had like five forced fumbles. I know he led in like QB pressures and... I don't know, a lot of stuff. I can't tell you exactly how many facts he had, but it, it was probably about 14, 15, yeah. Yeah, he had 15 on his own. Jeez. Insane. Hewitt had 11. Dupree had 8, and he was out for the last, like, six games. Yeah, so it looks like the Eagles' problem is just overpaying for people who aren't performing. That whole division is just kind of a shit show. Yeah. I'd like to see the Giants be good again now that Eli's gone. Yeah, I would as well. They were just kind of babying him for the last couple seasons that he was there. Yeah. Probably I think they could definitely make a run for the division next year. Assuming they have a decent draft. I mean, when they were healthy at the very beginning of the year, they played fairly well against us. I mean, Daniel Jones didn't do awful. Most And well Saquon, I mean, Saquon was out for the entire season, right? Yeah, he hurt his knee like week two or three or something. Like it was very early. Yeah, is it this back-to-back seasons? 
Or he's Wait, gone. Um, or at least twice in his I career. I don't think he was burnt out for an entire year. Yeah. You think he ever stays healthy enough to be as good as he's hyped up to be? I think so. I hope so. I mean, his rookie year and his second year he was, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, I think if he can stay healthy and the Giants can get, like, if they can have even an okay pass game so teams aren't just, like, stacking the box the entire game, I think he'll be dominant. Yeah, that's probably what's going to make the difference. Because if they can actually get like like a dual threat is not the right word, but just a, an offense that's not one-dimensional. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think helping out the passing game this offseason will also help out their run game. It definitely remains to be seen, though. I think Johns has like the ability to, you know, beat the guy. But right now, he's very inconsistent. I think is probably the best word I could use to describe him. Like some weeks, it's great, and others his decision making is horrible. I, I don't really know what to make of him. But then he had that one like eighty yard run where it definitely should have been touchdown, and he tripped on like the ten or whatever. Like yeah, it's like the perfect. He just yeah. ran out of gas and tripped over himself. Bad. <laughs> I can't. I don't really know where I put him. I mean, he's not. He's not horrible, but he's. He definitely was not worth the sixth overall pick. Right. No, because there were better quarterbacks in that draft. I mean, like there always are. It, it very rarely feels like the, you know, top picks quarterback. Is the best, but right. I don't know. I I wouldn't have picked him. I was surprised that they did. I uh, I'm pretty sure most of the Giants fans would not have taken him there. No, I, I remember their <laughs> reactions at the draft, and they weren't. I remember pleased. just like watching videos on YouTube of Giants fans' reactions to Daniel Jones <laughs> being picked. Because they had they had two first rounders that year, didn't they? I think so. Where they definitely right. they could have taken him. With, they, yeah, was, they probably could have taken him with their later first rounder. Yeah, I think it was like 14, which even then is almost too early. But Yeah. Nobody else would have taken him there. I mean, I think they probably try and build the, the O-line. Yeah. So there's not a lot of teams that have great protection. Mm-hmm. Because there's the teams like the Steelers and the the Eagles that just they're old now. Yeah. And there's teams that just can't seem to draft an offensive line for shit. Yeah. But that's what's been kind of promising about the Jets is that they're kind of committing to building slowly, but right steadily at the same time. Right. They got one piece of the O line that'll hopefully be a franchise guy. He he looked really good this year. He okay. looks to be that yeah. way. He did extremely well his rookie year. And I mean, good left tackles are hard to come by. 
And then if they get Sewell at the second overall this draft, they can put him at the other tackle. And hopefully he'll live up to the hype too. Yeah, I think at the probably first two or three picks this this year are like the guys that you have to go with. I don't know if there's a lot of question around who those right. teams should go with. I feel like the Falcons at number four could take um, Zach Wilson. Are they four? Yeah, the Falcons are four, I think. I knew they were bad. I didn't know they were that bad, though. I mean, that's that's not a bad pick. No, I mean, I mean it's a good pick. I didn't think they performed there. I didn't think the record was that bad. But is it, I'm, I think they were four and 12. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because um, it'll go Lawrence, hopefully Sewell, and then the Dolphins will probably trade down or they'll take Devontae Smith. I can definitely see the Dolphins taking Devontae Smith. I think that's what they should go with. And then that'll leave the Falcons an opportunity to draft their new franchise quarterback. So bad for Matt Ryan. He's yeah. Always- he didn't really this year, but he always plays at a really high level and never anything. Because like the Falcons' happens. defense is always terrible. Always. Their defense is always one of the worst. That's what lost in the Super Bowl when they were – Yeah. He put them up, you know, plenty of points. So <laughs> yeah. by, by 25, you shouldn't have to – really, if you're up 25 points in the Super Bowl, you shouldn't have to keep scoring every drive like that. Exactly. That, that franchise has let him down so many times. Yeah. Yeah, the Falcons always have a bad defense. The Lions always have a bad defense. The Texans definitely always have a bad defense. And even this year when they were garbage and they were just, like, stuck with nothing, Deshaun Watson would keep them in games and then their defense would get them out of the game. Right. Like they could have probably beat the Titans had they gone to overtime oh, yeah. in that last game. Because they lost by like three, right? Like it was very close. Yeah. Um, when your only job is to keep them from getting like 40 yards downfield and you let their number one receiver get behind your entire secondary. That's, that's a, a little <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of an issue. What was it, 18 seconds maybe on the clock? Mm-hmm. So if you force them into like one incompletion, they probably just run the clock out, go to overtime. It reminds me of the Jets-Raiders game. Greg Williams called uh, all-out cover zero on a Hail Mary. <laughs> they literally covered zero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how are you going to run cover zero with a rookie, like a th- – Third round rookie corner on one of the fastest guys in the league. I have no idea. I, don't. I think uh, he might I think have done it, it was last purpose. season that that happened at Pittsburgh game where the the Dolphins ran cover zero when there was like uh, five seconds left and a half or something, and they hit Johnson and he ran like I don't even know how far. I, I don't. It always seems to happen with those teams that. Yeah. Like, it's just so stupid. All you have to do is drop, like, your entire secondary in the end zone and just bat it down. 
I mean, when they fired him, they fired Greg Williams right after that game. I was kind yeah. of surprised because the message that that gives off is like that you weren't tanking and that you've been trying to win games all year and you just can't do it. <laughs> and then it's just worse. Hey, we won two games at the end of the year. It's okay. Yeah, you, they were solid wins too. You closed better than the Steelers did. <laughs> mm, and we, ru- we ruined a couple of divisions. Yeah. Beat the Rams. <laughs> Last five weeks, you guys had two wins and we had one. Yeah. Well, I think that was mostly because you had Randy calling plays instead of Ben doing it himself. And because Dang. of the run game. What run game? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that one. I mean, when you have been throwing like 50, 60 times a game, they're just going to drop eight guys back into coverage and only blitz three. Yeah, because even they, the even the good games that James Conner has, he just doesn't get the ball. I mean, even his good games were like 100 yards and a touchdown. And a lot of those 100 yards came in like garbage time when it didn't really matter pretty right. consistently. He usually ends up with big yardage because he'll get a big hole for on like two or three plays. Yeah. He'll and get like other than that, he just runs into the back of the offensive line. He'll have like two runs for 70 yards at some point in the game, and then it'll be like 15 rushes seeing... for 30 yards. I hope he gets six, man. Everything everything starts there because I don't think uh, I want to say Pittsburgh was like the the had the lowest percentage of like play action plays things like that. Like I don't know, that's, that's not an option if you can't run the goddamn ball. So yeah, I would be shocked if they resigned Connor. Honestly, yeah, if they know you're not going to run, then they're not going to be fooled by play action. Like I like Connor, and it, and he's a great guy, and I th- I think he's a good player. Like I think he's a hardworking player, but he just. I don't know. He's just not getting it done. And so, yeah, he probably needs to go. And that sucks. But at the same time, like, it was horrible this season. I mean, yeah, it's it's the NFL. It's not Make-A-Wish. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I think – let's see. I think the perfect offseason for the Jets would be um, keeping Darnold. They've got to re-sign Marcus May. Um, they got a, I think they should sign Allen Robinson to like a one or two year deal. And then I think their, their first round picks have to be like Panay Sewell at number two and then Jalen Waddle at 19. Oh yeah. Cause you got the, we took uh, Seattle's, yeah, Seattle's first round. Yeah, we got two first rounders and a second rounder for Blitz boy. That's a fucking joke. <laughs> I mean, I was sad to see him go because he was like a lead, he was an actual leader in the Jets secondary, but um, we got a pretty big haul for him. I mean, if you want to give us that bag of chips back, you can have James Conner too. <laughs> oh no, no, I um, I don't even know if he's worth that, honestly. Anymore. Uh, 
I'll keep that fifth rounder. <laughs> what about just the bag? <laughs> just the empty bag. Yeah. Damn, you, we'll, we'll, you can uh, cut it in half if you want to. <laughs> we'll toss out a seventh rounder for next year and see what it gets. I'll take your fucking ninth rounder from 2040. <laughs> Get him the fuck off our roster. Connor's definitely gonna if he wants to play next season for another team, I think he's gonna have to take a huge pay cut from someone in free agency. He's gonna have to prove that he can be a starting running back again. It's gotta be a run first team because he's not a receiving back. Right. He can though. He's never really utilized like that, but he can catch. You know, well, they can duck routes fairly well. I'm trying to think of a team that's like a run first that would need him. I mean, maybe, maybe the Broncos. Maybe. I can't really think of anyone on the spot, though. Like all these teams that are run first, like, um, Browns, Ravens, Titans. They don't need any running backs. I feel like he's going to wind up on a team like the Lions. Yeah, he's going to end up with somebody. Like, he's not going to stay a free agent, but like, yeah. just can't identify where he would go. Because even like the bad team, like Cincinnati, they've got two good running backs. Yeah. Atlanta. I could see him going somewhere like the Lions or the Texans and just like being just like being an okay backup. I could kind of see him going maybe to the 49ers. Yeah, they seem to need a lot of running backs. If they go back to how like what got them to the Super Bowl, if they would just right. like stick with that offense. Yeah. If they're smart, they'll make Jimmy G throw the ball as little as possible. Yeah, if they were smart, they would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. He threw the ball the most that game that he had all year. Right. And they were up by 10 at one point, and then they lost by 10. I mean, they ran all over the Packers. Yeah, if he can, uh, if Jimmy G can stay healthy. I heard rumors that he might go back to the Patriots. I don't know how much uh, legitimacy there is in that, but. I don't know. I see the Patriots either getting Watson or drafting someone. They got to draft somebody. They actually have decent picks now. I would hate so much for Watson to go to the Patriots. (laughs) Me too. You know, I'd rather stay with the Texans than go to the Patriots. At least the Texans have a receiver. <laughs> the Patriots finally figured out that having nobody with talent except for your quarterback doesn't get you to the playoffs. Right. Well, I mean, they will have – well, I mean, Edelman will come back next year, but he's going to be like 33, isn't he? Yeah, when uh, your number one guy is a white slot receiver in his 30s. <laughs> 
Patriots have never really been good at drafting receivers. He's 34. Almost 35. Jeez. I mean, they took that guy, uh, Keneal Harry, in the first round a couple years ago that turned out to be not much. Then they signed Josh Gordon, and it turns out, oh, he was still into drugs. The amount of times he's he's been reinstated and resuspended <laughs> in the last like year and a half alone. Right. All right. Well, unfortunately, I have to head out now. I mean, we got a pretty decent length of recording right here. So. Yeah, I feel like that was pretty good. We started at what, like 4.45? I think so. Something like that. So, yeah, that was pretty good. All right. Well, I'm going to head out. Thanks for having me here. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to talk to you guys. Yeah. Hopefully we'll do this again. Jack, did you want to wrap right now or do you want to keep going? Uh, I I don't really care. I'm hungry. (laughs) I kind of want to go make something to eat. All right. Unless there's something else you want to talk about. Um, I guess just if you had anything else with the Steelers. At the moment, I'm just pissed off. <laughs> so I think I need to collect my thoughts because right now I'm just kind of disappointed. But I don't know. I'm glad that Randy's gone. That's my most positive takeaway right now. But I don't think that fixes every problem. No, I'm still kind of concerned about whether or not Matt Canada is going to actually make a big difference. I I definitely think it will be an improvement, but I don't know if it'll be enough. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. No, because it always concerns me when you've got a bad area in your franchise, but then you promote from within. Uh, he does seem to be much more willing to throw the deep ball, though, which I think is telling because every time – you know, those kind of plays are incorporated, it more often than not tends to work with that Pittsburgh offense. So I, I, I'm i tired of nothing but slants because those are not only boring, but are easy to read. And, you know, it, it just isn't super efficient or effective. So you mean you don't want to run drags or halfback draws in third and 14? No, I'd rather not be in third and 14. 14 every drive anymore that's that's my goal so if you get an offensive coordinator that understands you know the the utility and the you know the the use of play action and a coordinator that understands that Roethlisberger is really at his best when he's throwing a deep ball then I don't know maybe things will look better but I think that needs to be seen because I don't really trust it yet yeah, I mean, I guess in his defense, I think that was his first year on our staff. Yeah, so I yeah, guess as far as I know. promoting from within is not really that strong of an argument when he's only been there for a season. Yeah, and I think um, I definitely saw improvement in Rudolph um, in the game against Cleveland and the yeah, game some of the later last year. So yeah, I think some of the Brown secondary was out, but yeah, he still played 
Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot better Lattos than I thought he would. Yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised. So, you know, if his quarterback coach shops are anything to, you know, base my hope off of, then I, I feel okay. I feel better than I, I did, you know, before he was – or I feel better than I did before Randy was, like, confirmed to be gone because I, I figured that would be the case, but it wasn't quite – you know, cemented yet. So I don't know. I, I don't, I'm excited to see, I'm excited and like worried to see what happens this off season. Cause I feel like there's going to be a lot of good things, but I also know that a lot of guys are going to have to walk and that sucks, but you know, yeah. just have to find out. I trust Kevin Colbert. Dude's kind of a guru. But. Yeah. For as much as I, like there's a lot of stuff he does that kind of bothers me, but he's he's really fucking good at drafting. He is, especially receivers. I don't understand. But right now, if we can keep Juju, which it sounds like Roethlisberger really wants to do, then I don't know. I think our receiving core is is good. I think it needs improvement for sure. Like I, I think the drops horrible. I think that stuff needs to be cleaned up. But overall, I'm fairly happy with the receiving core we have right now. I think they're all good. I think that Washington are utilized. I think he's kind of a badass that hasn't really gotten enough of a chance. But um, Yeah, I think he needs to be more of like a slot guy. I would agree. And I think if you pair him with Johnson, who I think has really proven himself, if he when he actually manages to catch the goddamn ball, then, you know, he's a great uh, after-catch runner. I I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah, if we can work on the hands, we've got the best receiving core we've had in a while. He definitely improved. Ebron was still looking rough, but Johnson's catching definitely improved. He had a couple of terrible games, and I think he dropped a catch early on in one game. I can't remember who it was against, but they benched him pretty much immediately. And when he came back out, he was lights out. So I, I think it got to him. Ebron didn't look good for the last half of the year, but I'm still glad we went and got him. I think, yeah, I think it'll turn out to be a good move, but I don't know. It sucks that McDonald's probably going to have to go because I really like McDonald's. But... Oh, well, we don't really use tight ends like we used to when we had Heath. Yeah, we haven't had anybody like him since then. I always like having a receiving tight end, so that's kind of why I'm glad that we got Ebron, but yeah, I'd probably rather have Ebron than McDonald. But if he can't catch, <laughs> then that's not really any help in having a receiving tight end. So we'll see how he grows. Because I think in his first season in Indianapolis, he was a complete badass, and he seems to really like it in Pittsburgh. So yeah, he's kind of been up and down for most of his career. But he started out really well. I think he got hurt his second or third season. Yeah, I mean, this is and his first it, season in a new team. I, I think he'll bounce back. Yeah, I think we still definitely need to make a move for running back. Yeah, I hope it's Harris, but I don't exactly see him falling that low. I don't see him falling to the 24th pick. Yeah, I'd like to see us trade up from him, but I don't know what assets we've got. Not a lot at the moment. 
because even in theory of trading somebody, this contract is about to expire. The draft is after free agency. Mm-hmm. So you'd basically be re-signing a guy under the idea like, hey, you're about to get traded anyway. Pretty much. I don't know. It's a tough situation, man. It sucks that it, or it sucks that the season ended the way it did, but uh, maybe it'll actually humble him this time. Yeah, I think it was partially deserved for just kind of a lack of self-awareness for a while. Lack of yeah, lack of self-awareness, lack of preparation all the time. That's always been a problem under Tomlin. I. I don't know. It's frustrating, but at the same time, I can't say I didn't see it coming. No, once we uh, we're talking a lot, and especially with most of our fan base between the two Cleveland games, where all the hype was, you only beat us by two. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, yeah, we played better in the second half, but they fucking wiped the floor with us. No, they. Like, I definitely think we beat ourselves more than they beat us. Like, so many just sloppy play, just horrible mistakes. It it was really self-sabotage. Not to say that Cleveland didn't play a good game, because they absolutely did, but uh, it shouldn't have ended that way if if Pittsburgh came prepared, but they didn't, so jokes on them. Yeah, it felt a lot like... uh that Denver-Seattle Super Bowl where the first snap of the game he threw it over Peyton Manning's head. That is exactly what I thought. I saw that, except at least in their situation, it was a safety, not a touchdown. But as soon as I saw that, the first thing that came to my head was Peyton Manning's face (laughs) when the ball went over. I was like, oh, shit, it's going to be that, isn't it? Like, we're we're done. And from there, it only got worse. Yeah, I missed that because – I guess I missed the first 28 points the Browns put up because I wasn't home at the, like when the game started. That's good for you. <laughs> I, I was, gonna, I I was going it. to put it on when I got home, but then I looked at the score. And, yeah, I didn't watch that game. I watched the whole thing. I felt like I had to, but I hated every minute of it. Now, if I would have turned it on at the very beginning, I probably would have watched the whole thing. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could not bring myself to watch something we were down, what, 28-0, maybe 10 minutes into the game? Yeah, within the first quarter. It was pathetic. But sucks to suck. Hopefully we'll be better next year. But we will see. There's going to be – there's going to need to be some, like, major changes and adjustments. So. I'm glad I'm not Kevin Colbert because I don't know what I would do. Kind of seems like the one thing that he can't draft is like secondary. No, I'm amazed we got Minka. Like we don't really we don't fuck around in free agency much. So. No, we never make moves like that. We gave up what was it a first and a second or was it two first? I think it was like a first and a sixth or something like that. And I'm really happy with that trade, I think. Yeah, it was uh, def- Fitzpatrick's talent outweighs most number one picks or most uh, first round picks you can get anyway. So yeah, I mean the Dolphins made good use of that draft pick. 
I don't, I'm, I'm I don't remember sure they got. for sure who they got, but I mean, what were they, 10 and 6 this year? Something like that. I wanted to see them make the playoffs over the Colts. Yeah, I, I can't stand watching uh, Philip Rivers throw the ball. I hate like it looks like he's lobbing it the entire time. Now his throwing motion is weird. I hate. I hate how he talks trash, but like centers himself. Like it just comes off as weak. <laughs> I don't know. He just annoys me. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think I probably got a wrap because this is almost dead. All right, man. Not a problem. It was good talking to you. Yeah, that went pretty well. All right. Freshman football.